Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Joe Rodriguez from the ETO Podcast. I know a lot of you are excited that you don't get to see my beautiful face today, but I know you guys are even more excited that you don't get to see a super mojado's face. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó, mi Joe? What's up, dude? <laughs> ¿Cómo estás? What up? Good, good. How about you? I'm, a, I'm good, dude. I'm excited because, um, yeah, despite not being on camera today, um, at least, you know what? We're working hard on building our new little studio, dude. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, looking forward to to start that new era right there. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Uh, we're also joined by El Caballero, the ETO analyst, Edwin Casares via the telephone. What's up, Edwin? ¿Cómo estás? No, I'm mean, How are you guys? You, you guys doing okay? You get a little clap too, para que se te quite. Para que no se, para que no te sientas este un poco, no. Uh, no eres I, was, el, I, was, I was actually waiting for it. I was waiting for it in, in every show. I was like, wait. <laughs> no eres el único feo del podcast. También haces competencia <laughs> con el super mojado. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get right into it. Let's talk about some Mexican football. And I think that uh, I just see super. Again, <clears throat> I feel bad because you guys don't have um, you guys don't have uh, video access right now. Uh, but I'm looking at Super's face. I can see his face, actually. <laughs> Not the man with the mask, but without the mask. Oh, man, come and on, I man. And I see him oh, wow. so happy because Las Chivas won <laughs> once again. Back-to-back <laughs> victories. So, Super, I'll start with you, dude. What do you think, you dude, about Las Super Chivas? It was a crazy game, man, but they managed to, uh, you know, made it through. So, it, they almost, right there, if, if Atlas would have had a few more minutes, I think <laughs> they would have made him... Uh, very nervous, La Fision, very nervous. But um, it was a crazy game. And once again, the referee was a big, big protagonista, you know. They just love to be pro- protagonistas. I know, too. dude. It's, and, and this is a very important game. They should just let it, like, flow, you know. Let them play, right? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, once again, they ruined the El Clásico, you know. The, by decisiones incorrectas, I think they were a little, you know, crazy. Even, even though with the help of VAR... It, it was just so crazy, man. Yeah, the thing is that, let's not forget, this match is probably the biggest matchup, or the second biggest matchup, for Chivas at least, right, after America. But for sure, it's the biggest matchup for Atlas. And uh, uh, with a match of this magnitude, you have to have just people who are on top of their stuff. Edwin, uh, give me your opinions uh, and impressions about that match. Uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a good game, back-to-back in the first half. Uh, I think I think the first half was, the Chivas was, a little, was playing a little better than than, than the last couple of minutes, the last 20 minutes at least. I think the when Atlas made that Cuero coming into the field, yep. I think that gave Atlas a, a different dynamic, and that's when they, they became a little more dangerous. It's, a, it's, it's one of the players that hasn't really had an opportunity with Rafa Puente uh, since Rafa Puente had to, to 
the team, took over the team, and I think him and Ishihara could could have made it something different if they would have started the game. But it was a, it was a, it was a good game. It was just it was a really good game. I mean, I'm I'm I feel bad the the, the ref was the protagonist in this on this match, right. but you know it is. But it is what it is. That that sadly that's the reality of very soccer. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think that the refs, uh, they tend to do that very often. Uh, really quick before we keep going, I want to give a couple of shout-outs out to people tuning in already. Speedy G31, What's Good Deli, Mr. Diesel 818 Savi, 8, Ochoa, haha, <laughs> That Green Girl, and Manny Fresh. So what's up to all of you guys uh, tuning in on Instagram, and uh, for those of you guys also tuning in on, on YouTube as well. Abel Vasquez, 007, 807. Ah. He's watching. That means uh, everybody else is tuning in. Um, anyway, uh, and again, I just want to remind all of you, reason why we're not on camera today, we're working slowly but surely on getting our little studio um, with a nice little facelift. So hopefully we'll have that up and running by the next episode. Super, are you liking how it's looking? It's coming out good. You guys, uh, you know, should... You're going to like it. You're going to like it. It's a lot to, a lot to look it's forward to. It's going to look better than that. It's going to look better than the ESPN uh, corporate. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah. At least in heart, it will. Va a ser el más perrón, tranquilo. Va a estar chingón. Anyway, all right, back to the back to football. So what I want to talk about also is um, the fact that there was a lot of good games this weekend, man. Like, a lot of good games. So you had uh, the, the weekend started off with a crazy matchup between Pumas and America. 3-3 three, three draw on that one, six goals. I mean, it, it was awesome, dude, to, to start off the week like that. Uh, then you got uh, Cruz Azul uh, maintained at the very top, right? So, se, se quedan como los super líderes. Super líderes. 4-2. I mean, what happened to that team? What happened to uh, Super Mojado and La Cruz Azuleada? What's going on there, dude? Hey, you know, Siboldi uh, seems to be doing a, a good job. Uh, he managed to get the team, uh, you know, together and and pulled through you know after that the, the pressure that once he started winning games yeah that pressure just went away and now all these kids are just putting you know a lot uh -huh. of effort into it if so, it was that easy right all you got to do is win games no pressure that's what i'm saying it's five <laughs> consecutive wins now yeah five consecutive wins that that has a lot to say for the coach and the players, you know, and, it and, goes along. And not just, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's not just also in Liga MX. It's across the board. It's even more than that. It's a crazier stat. It's, it's, it must be at least nine out of 10 or 10 out of 11, out of 11 in all competitions. Yeah. If you, include, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. If you include the Champions League, you know what I mean? Yes. It, yeah. It's, they're playing well, man. They're playing well. Hey, uh, really quick, Money Fresh dice que no se bañaron. That's why we're not on camera. Actually, Manny, you're right. No me bañé ahorita. No I, went, puerco, I went for a little run and I didn't have a chance to to, to shower. <laughs> He's right. But that's right, not the man. reason why we have that. The only, at least the only one that gets to smell me is uh, Super. No manches, but yeah. <laughs> Vete a bañar, güey. <laughs> uh, hey, Edwin, uh, talk, to, talk to us about Cruz Azul, dude. So um, uh, are we expecting more of the same uh, for the rest of the season or do we expect La Cruz Azuleada to make its cameo? I, I mean, like I've been saying before, uh, with Cruz Azul, it's kind of hard to, it's, it's hard to say anything about it, just because uh, they play. They usually get to play the whole the whole Liga and like the whole um, round of the jornada is good. They end up to to um, 
to be in La Liguilla most of the most of the tournaments and then in La Liguilla something else happens and then and then they just they just go down. I think I think Tiboldi's finding his team. I think Cabecita Rodriguez is finally showing the the soccer that he the the soccer that he showed in Santos yep. and why they signed him and why he was so expensive. But it's I don't know, it's hard to say, man. I think I think we just gotta give him time. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fair point. And then as you mentioned, Cabecita Rodriguez, I mean, he's been lights out, dude. <clears throat> yes, lights out. yes, he scored two, right? This this weekend. I don't know what's going on with Edwin over there. Some sort of like tiene como fiesta atrás or something. Saca las chelas, Edwin. Ando, ando, ando aquí con con todos los niños. Ah, bueno. Oh, pues, okay, okay. No, no estés chupando entonces. Okay? <laughs> hey, really quick. Uh, uh, <clears throat> más saludos. Este Carrera YC also showed up. Mari. 101959 and ROCN 559 he's asking how long till Chicharito scores. Ooh. We're going to get to that in a yes. second, right? <laughs> but who knows? Talking I think about presión. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, pero sabes que ya notó. He's scoring in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh wow. <laughs> bueno, pues este okay. All right, so, you know, so you were going to say something about Cabecita Rodriguez. So what did you like about him? No, 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 yeah, he's, he's doing great. And I think, uh, I think he's el goleador de la liga, no? Is he the top scorer right now? Yeah, I believe so. I don't have the exact figure, yeah, but sure. I'm pretty yeah, sure. So, I, I would not, uh, I would be surprised otherwise. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of the Cruz Azul fans, uh, my uh, stepfather uh, included, is uh, one of those, uh, I, I mean, you feel for them, right? Because they always have like these type of seasons. Like they, they're, they're thinking this is a, this is a year, this is a year. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, they made it to the final in the past, and then yes, the the problem that they have is that la afición is not gonna really, uh, you know, like um, like what they're doing unless they right give now. them a title. Right. You know, right now it could be, you know, they're getting happy and good moments, but. They always seem to fall at the end, so... That's a problem with La Cruz Azulada, right? Yes, yes, so... Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's let's shift gears to America now. So, America and Pumas, that was a hell of a game, dude. So, again, it did not disappoint. Uh, Edwin, did you get a chance to catch any of that uh, of that America and uh, Pumas game? Yeah, actually, I got to watch it all. Oh, nice, okay. I, I, I watched the whole game, and honest, to be honest with you, tactically, that game was poorly executed. There is a lot of empty spaces. There is a lot of errors, mistakes coming from the from from both teams. But that made it to be a that helped it to be a like a more intensive game and a back to back game. I mean, since minute seven, I think uh, Pumas was already winning. Mm-hmm. Since minute 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 seven, something around there, uh, Pumas find that air, found that early goal, and it was a it was a good game. It was a very good game. I mean, despite all the bad. The bad news that we're getting, all the controversy that we're getting about Renato Ibarra with America, but it was a great game. It was a really good game. I really, I really liked it. Yeah, and uh, you just brought up a good point. Uh, this news happening with Renato Ibarra, super. Uh, it's, that's, it's listen, crazy, America man. can't catch a break, man. They're just like problem after problem with these guys. You injuries, know, injuries. You know, players that don't want to play in the team no more. They want to go to Europe, and then they they don't go to Europe, and you know, then the, they forgive them. <laughs> it's it's just a freaking crazy, you know. It's um, I don't know, but despite all those issues, though, I think they're doing. You know, Miguel Herrera managed to to 
make their team uh, play good, you know. And so we'll see what happens with them. I mean, hopefully they they can keep the roast the rust the rain of the roster right now, <laughs> you know, and into the into it, and they don't lose any more players because then we're gonna start seeing them lose and lose more and descend in La Tabla, you know. Right, right. Um, who do you think right now has a better chance of making it uh, to the making it to the top or staying at the top uh, of the table as we get closer to the season? Which teams? Of those two teams, Cruz Azul or America. Oh, who has a better chance of like not Cruz Azul? <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think that. I mean, the way they're playing, I think both of them. I think both are gonna be in Liguilla, and you know they already have way through, so it should be like interesting to see um, which other teams you know come up because there seem to be like the more stable teams, you know, along with Leon, and you know we, we'll see. Leon is uh, yeah. the Leon is the one that also keeps rocking, right? They had a big victory over Juarez as well. Uh, hey, Edwin, who do you like right now? Uh, from Liga MX, who do you think is the strongest team? I I think I'm gonna reaffirm this. I think the way Pumas has been playing for the past games, uh, I think has been great. They they're not only having um, great signs, they're actually performing well and adjust well to the team. But I think that the players that had been on the team before, like Alan Mosso, like Rodriguez, um. Well, they call him Cocolito. Um, like Quintana, like Mal, uh, Malcorra. All those players have been performing actually real good. And then I think that they're finding those that soccer, the Mitch and Michelle struggled to find, to find that season. And I, I think I think that that adjustment, uh, that first free pass, free, free, like I guess free tournament for for Mitchell, for him to adjust to the Liga and make it as fast, and I think we're we're gonna see great sponsor from from Pumas. Mm. What'd you make of that? Oh, yeah, yeah, and let's let's see what happens too with the team. If I I I saw something on Twitter earlier, uh, earlier in the day about an scandal going on with Pumas too. I guess a player. Oh yeah, it was Marcos. Marcos yes. Garcia. Yes, yes, about you know him so, harassing. Uh, I, well, I guess. Go ahead. Apparently, apparently he took some pictures uh, when his uh, his uh, I guess college college teacher wasn't looking, and he took some pictures of her. Mm. So that's what apparently that's what's happening. Mm. Yeah. So that's a story right right now, like that just came out, and I guess this was this is not recent. This is a little while ago. And finally, she came out and said that you know he this La, Pumas actually hit it, you know, and uh -huh. they fire her without her without like letting her without reason. Wow. Okay. So it should be interesting to see what happens with this. Story, so you know? so so this is a little reminiscent of like the Me Too movement that's going on here yeah. in the U.S., right? And in Mexico right now, we had yeah. a big movement uh, this past weekend, I think. Yeah. And. You know, I don't know. I mean, if uh, if they did something wrong, dude, and it resurfaces, and they need to pay, they need to pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that get away with a lot of stuff, dude. You well, know what I'm saying? Just what happened with America right now. That's what I'm saying. That's why I bring it up because it's, it should be 
interesting to see what happens with this story too if if they're gonna like talk about it or they're just gonna try to hide it like they usually do you know yeah and this is typically what happens right like uh, a lot of people don't like to talk about this type of stuff yeah but this is when the real world you know intertwines with soccer or with football right yeah i mean this is real life so uh domestic violence is a very serious issue man yes you know what i mean yeah and it, it's a problem that we have in our country. It's not not just in Mexico, but in, in Latin America. That's a big thing that happens in general. What were you well, gonna say, Edwin? One of, I was gonna say that's one of the things. Like that's a, just a whole different case with Marcos Garcia and and Renato Ibarra. Of course, Renato Ibarra has to be punished for what he did. If 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 it's true, yeah. if he's found guilty, then of course he has to pay for that. Because right. I don't think you no know, ever man has has to ever put a hand on a woman. Yeah, that's a whole different issue. But of I think I think also. Once people see people that that you have talked to, you have interact with, once they see that you that you hit that that level of success and you're well known, they try to take advantage of that too. And I think and I think that's a whole different talk that we can talk another another time. But I mean, if if she got fired right on the spot for a reason, you know, maybe there there's a reason behind it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. And if for for them, I think Pumas is a it's a great institution. It, they have they have great ground uh, ground rules between between the university and the team. And I think um, if they didn't they didn't punish the player, and the one that ended up being punished was the teacher. I think that there's a reason why there's a reason behind it. We don't really know about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think there's just a lot of information that we really don't know. We don't know, but so, uh, it's right now yeah. it's all uh, a rumor. And uh, but remember, donde el río suena es porque piedras traen. You know what right. they say. So no, no, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. gotta be something to to it. So right, we don't know exactly what happened, but it's I mean, but the reality is that a lot of a lot of athletes, a lot of entertainers, uh, a lot of people in positions of power get away with a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. That that is a fact. Like nobody can tell us otherwise, you know. So oh, yeah. I'm not saying that this guy from Pumas, like you know, is guilty. Because like again, I don't know enough uh, about the story to be commenting or to be giving an opinion more than anything. But uh, I can say that again, you know, historically, people in position of power do take advantage um, and do get away with a lot of stuff. I mean, look at Harvey, you know, Weinstein, right? So I mean, that <laughs> yeah. guy, like, he was like one of the biggest head honchos in Hollywood. And, you know, now he's going to rot in jail, uh, you know, for for the rest of his life. But because he was doing a lot of shady stuff, man, you know, yeah, yeah. and and he was using his power, you know, to to do that. But anyway, again, uh, th- th- this is what happens when uh, when the real world interwines with um, uh, with uh, with football in this case. So uh, Liga MX uh, has uh, a lot to, uh, you know, to to learn from these situations. And it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it at the end of the day, you know, and, and to see if suspensions come, like bans, you know what I mean? Things like that. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, unfortunately, that I don't know. And Liga MX is, it seems to happen, like a lot of, not just this situation, but look what happened in Atlas, the Atlas game too. Yeah. In, in El Estadio Jalisco, mm-hmm. you know, La Bronca, another one, dude. <clears throat> another one. I mean, that, yeah, that's. And there's a lot of extra cancha going on right now with um with la liga mx and i don't know yeah. it's just <laughs> it's something that well sadly sadly that's that's their that's their culture in latin america sadly that's that's not only in mexico that's everywhere you've seen the big fights in argentina 
when River Plate went to the city of A, to La Liga B, how they almost destroyed even their own stadium. Yeah. Uh, that, sadly, that's just that that's their mindset in in Latin America, and I think we gotta for us to to move up in in soccer and to become more 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 established up in the top ten places of top five in the world because we do have the talent and we do have the soccer players to do it. I think I think the only thing that's keeping us from doing that is our mindset and our and sadly part of our culture and part of our our traditions that had that have um not let us grow up as people and as individuals. Yeah, and that's a whole different topic. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're. I think you hit it right on the button. I think that a lot of this has to do with uh, you know cultural relevance and just like you know the way that. Uh, that the people are in, in Latin America, but not everybody's like that. And I think that's what the problem that we do. We also generalize. There's a lot of families yeah. that go to the games and just, they just want to have a good time. You know, I remember yeah. going to Argentina to, to the Boca Juniors game and there was some crazy, crazy fans, dude. But then next to me, there was a son, you know, I mean, a father and a son, you know what I mean? They were enjoying themselves, jumping up and down, but they weren't being chaotic or crazy like the rest of the other fans. You know what I mean? They're ultras. They're like yeah. like a lot of vagabundos. You know, people that just like up to no good, and they're just looking that as a they're using that as an excuse to do a lot of shady stuff. Yeah, but then then that ruins like for that you for know, the father and son yeah, because absolutely. then do you think if they if let's say something happened during that game, do you think the guy is gonna want to bring his of son again to the, to the stadium? No, 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 no. no. That's so what I mean. So I think it, it's. It's uh, it, it's much bigger than the culture thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like a human thing, and like we need to like just cut yeah. that bullshit, dude. And we need to uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, uh, I had a friend. He was from Argentina, and when when we were in Mexico for for a game, we went to see a Tigres Pachuca game mm-hmm. in Monterrey, mm-hmm. and he came up to me before we went inside the stadium, and he was like. Uh, so you're telling me that here in Mexico, the majority of the of the public watching the game or the fans watching the game, it's it's a family based public. It's a family based fans. So there's a lot of families coming into the games, sons and dads and daughters and wives and all that together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's it's a good tradition in Mexico. Yeah. He's like, y'all are crazy. He he was like, y'all are crazy. Well, me dijo. <laughs> okay. because, because and and because in Argentina apparently now it's it's harder and harder to see families go and watch games just because the intensity and the craziness that surrounds the whole atmosphere of, yeah. the, of the games in Argentina. It's ridiculous, man. I mean, like that stuff, like yeah. you know, that, even that comment itself was stupid, dude. Entertainment should be made for family regardless. You know what I mean? That's why, like, the, the fans yeah. have their section. Let them do whatever the hell they want in those sections, right? But they should mm-hmm. not spill out to, like, the rest of the general public, you know? There's a lot of families out yeah. there, and they deserve the right to enjoy the game just like anybody else, you know? So, but anyway, again, we, like, just completely, like, you know, went crazy with this topic, <laughs> and um, that's how it rolls. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I want to now switch gears uh, quickly to MLS. I want to talk about... Uh, I want to go back to the Chicharito question on how long until Chicharito scores. So, uh, Edwin, since I'm with you, uh, I want to I wanna keep things uh, rolling. So I want you to tell me, uh, is it just uh, a matter of a game, two, three, uh, before we see Chicharito score, or is it like a, a lot sooner than, than uh, that? Far, five more late night shows, and then I think we'll do it for a goal. <laughs> wow. No seas culero. No. Chicha hater. It's, it's, I mean, Chicha hater. No, no, no. 
you know what? It's a it's a matter of understanding the movements and and in, in the field inside the field. I think he has he has been he has well he has been ten years in Europe and and the style of playing in Europe it's a lot different than the MLS. MLS is a little more it's a little more physical. It's a little more of fighting, more of more of try you you try to get that ball. Not not you don't have the the top players that even though you don't you you might not consider um, players from West Ham top players or players from Sevilla top players, but you do have uh, players with better technique to, than the MLS players, and and that's not to be to be hating or to be uh, to trying trying to say that the MLS players do not have technique right. uh, to play soccer, but I think I think European players and South American players. Uh, they have been playing in Europe for the longest, and this includes Chicharito. Right. Um, I have a different have a different understanding of soccer and a different understanding of the movements. And just like I was telling you when we went to see that game, we went to cover that game of uh, Houston yeah. Dynamo against LA Galaxy. Right. It's um, there was a lot of there was a lot of um, times where Chicharito could not make that transition from one movement to another just because the understanding of his. Uh, of the movements with his teammates wasn't the right one. They're not. They're not yet. They haven't yet complement each other to 100. percent And it's only the second game, man. I don't think. I think a lot of people are making a big fuss just because his his uh, rival, I guess, in this in his their most important rival, which is LAFC and Carlos Vela, has been have been showing a better a better style and a better soccer than. Than LA Galaxy in this past two games, but yeah. I think with time is gonna come. But you just gotta give them time. Yeah. You can really, you can really judge them in two games. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. Uh, I think LA Galaxy doesn't have, um, you know, the team that work would work for Chicharito. You know, he needs a, a supplier. You know, like we said over and over again, Chicharito is it's it's un casagoles. You know, he needs someone to give him the ball right to his feet you know he you can't you know he he seems to like draw a lot of to like the midfield trying to look for a ball trying to look for yeah. something you know uh, an opportunity to participate and and because he doesn't have the teammates that provide for him it's going to be a lot harder for for him and i saw that coming because if he would have come to a, a team like LAFC yeah. It would have been a different thing because LAFC is a is a more complete team. Yeah, you know, it's they collectively have, LAFC yes, is probably a better team. Yes, it's a much better team, and uh, unfortunately, you know, that's I saw that coming for him. Yeah, you know, yeah, I I think that's a fair uh, assessment, Super. I think that a lot of people don't understand that, uh, you know, the the cohesiveness and and, and collective style of play that LAFC has is, is something that would fit someone like Chicharito, and not only that, but also the fact that he moves great without the ball. You know, and and in contrast, when you like, you know, look at uh, Carlos Vela, right? He moves he moves great with the ball. With the ball, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? That's why Vela is able to actually create damage. Uh, and those plays that he does, exactly, because he has that magic in his feet. You and know? yeah, exactly that shot. You know what I mean? He yes. You know so. the left foot, like it's 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 uh it's gold for him. So, um, speaking of uh, gold, the guy that this score was uh, Pizarro. Uh, yeah. Right? So he Pizarro. made first goal ever for uh, Rodolfo Pizarro. First goal ever for Inter Miami. Uh, actually, I watched that game and I was um, I was really impressed with the way that Miami was playing. But then, like, it, it seemed like a like a really weird or bizarre bonehead. I don't know. Like, you can call it whatever you want. 
But like that red card that yeah. basically just changed the entire dy- dynamic of the game because they went to the VAR. Miami was up one nothing. Uh, they they called a handball, right? But they didn't see it. Then Miami scores a goal, so yeah, that would have been two zero. Yeah. Then the VAR looks at it. They call a they call a, a a handball. Then they get a red card on top of that. Take away the goal, and that just changed everything. And then they went oh, on yeah. to lose two to one in yeah. DC. Yeah, it was a very unfortunate. <laughs> I saw that too, and right. it was like, wow, right. you know. But hey. They have not disappointed though. Besides, they that they lost both games. Yeah, no. I think I agree. they're they they have a solid team, you know. And I agree. We're gonna see good things. I agree. Did you oh. did you get a chance to see uh, Pizarro's goal, um, Edwin? Yeah, yeah. I actually did get to get to see it, and it was it was a classic counter attack from the from Diego Alonso. Mm. It's it, it's just the way Diego Alonso's team teams play. Is the way Pachuca used to play with Retavizcaya and Chucky Lozano on the wing. Mm-hmm. Is the way the Rayados played with uh, Dorlan Pavon, Dorlan Pavon on the on the wing too. That's just the classic Diego Alonso counter attack. It's you wait. It's a defensive style that you wait for the for the um for the other team to attack you and and then to to make that counter attack effective. It, it was a good goal. It was a really good goal. But I think. I think you guys are right. I think Inter Miami, despite the two losses, games, this, um, I think they had to have been deserving a little more than that. Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of time for us to see a good uh, win from Inter de Miami and and, just, and be careful with that because I think once they they find that soccer that they or they find that net that. They're gonna be a team that we're gonna talk about. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Uh, and this week it's gonna be interesting because they also they're facing the LA Galaxy in Miami, so it's gonna uh, be their opening game. I actually wanted to go, go to that game, but um, coronavirus, man. <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> is canceling everything, and it's just like I you know, know. My my brother was gonna go to a couple uh, festivals over there, and they got canceled, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's so, crazy, man. But I'm anyway, surprised. yeah, we'll see. It. We'll, yeah, we'll see if the uh, like you know. I know that in uh, in Italy the 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 games are being played without crowds. Yes, yes. You know, so the games are still going on, but there's no fans at the stadium. So it's I think it's just a matter of time before it happens here. I, I think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. Unfortunately, I think you know it. Once that virus comes into the country, you know, it's almost impossible to to control it. Like, well, to unless you know unless you go to those extremes. You know, started keeping yeah. people away from large crowds, and you know that's crazy. Well, the whole uh, the whole country of Italy has been put in quarantine. Yeah. Uh, now, as in, as in today, there has just been has been announced that the whole country has been put in quarantine. It's a uh, yeah, man, that, it's, they, it's a different thing. Yeah. Th- yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. How, like, what happened like with China too, right? They didn't they kind of like uh shut down the whole place and nobody yeah. was allowed to go out mm-hmm. so this is what's happened too with uh, italy and I, I don't know man it's it's not looking good no no i know <laughs> no hey i want to give a couple of uh quickly more shout outs uh get a tony 27 eric jero 7 mario gabriel martinez mexican on instagram hey sounds kind of like me uh, Just Kills 03 <laughs> y Goyo Scorpio. So, saludos a toda la banda que nos escucha. And uh, again, I feel sorry that um, 
You don't get to see El Super Mojado's beautiful face today, but a reminder that we are working <laughs> on our studio, and uh, hopefully by uh, next Thursday when we have the next episode, we'll have it up and running. You see, no, you, you know what? You just get to miss Super's beautiful face. Yes, you know, don't worry. We'll put a picture of me over there. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, just uh, wrap things up with uh, MLS. Okay, so through these first two games out of all the uh, uh, extranjeros that play there, uh, which is the team that probably has the best opportunity to make a great push this season? Super, I'll start with you. Well, let's not forget about Pulido, man. They dominated their game. He scored the first goal. Uh, they won 4-0. So, you know, that is showing, too, that he's a... He's going to do, I think, great this tournament, you know, along with... Uh, Another goal, right? Two goals yeah, for him. Two goals. Two goals. Man. I said it in my little preview from Houston. <laughs> I can easily see Pulido <laughs> score 20 goals, man. I'm going to actually Definitely. ride that bad boy all the way through. Uh, Edwin, what do you think? I, I, I mean, Pulido made uh, the uh, top 11 of the jornada in the MLS. So... It it was a I good think, goal I, too. I, yeah, I think I think out of all the players, uh, you know, in the MLS, it's uh, maybe between either Vela or Pulido. I think one of them two had probably going to make the most impact, and I think those two teams also supporting Kansas City is looking a lot better than what they did last season. I think they're finding those goals that they didn't have last season, and I I think um, I think Sporting is gonna is gonna be a surprise this season. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with both of you guys. I think that those two teams are, are the ones that are going to make the most noise. Uh, I kind of wish that uh, the Galaxy, you know, would create some noise, and 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 I, I really do. I mean, <laughs> they like, are. No, Chicharito uh, is going to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> He's making a lot of noise Chicharito, that way. Chicharito is going to be the next John Cena. <laughs> no matches. <laughs> moving, moving to Hollywood with the Rock and all that. <laughs> well, he already had his uh, feature, uh, uh, his feature debut uh, with uh, Guillermo, you know. And what and what happened yeah. there? Was he was he scheduled to to come out and to the press box? When uh, this past game? I don't know. I know did, that. Did he we have anyone there or no? Oh yeah, yeah. But no, we he did? didn't show up. He wouldn't. He didn't go to the press. So, he was so actually, it's funny because. The LA Galaxy is typically known for allowing uh, reporters into their locker rooms. Oh yeah, every single yeah, every single game, the reporters and you know the media goes into the locker rooms. But uh, this one, this particular weekend, uh, they had uh, Varos Esqueloto, and I can't remember. I think uh, Jonathan Dos Santos uh, okay, at the podium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. they were at the podium. They were not at uh, uh, you know. Well, well typically uh, Esqueloto's from the podium, but um, anyway. But uh, Jonathan and any of the other players are from the locker room, so. But that's. Uh, I don't know why he didn't talk. If that's what you're gonna ask, I have no idea why he didn't. Yeah, speak. I don't know. I, you yeah. know what it is? I I get it because there's, the same thing happened with Chivas when they were um. When they lose, they don't yeah, talk. Yeah, they don't. They, that's yeah, yeah. I hate that. It, 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 but it is. But it was trying. It was trying to avoid. You know, like. Obviously, they're gonna be asking them like questions, like of stupid course. questions. They're, well, they're stupid. And, and why? No, why are no, but, but not stupid. Okay, not stupid. Okay, but they were you. trying to, uh, you know, armar la grilla there. You know, of course, trying but to that's get what a bad are, That's what reporters are are paid to do, man. <laughs> you know, and not only that, but if if you think about it, uh, if the player had a bad game, right, he should be able to answer why. He's a professional athlete. You know, he's a person that gets paid millions of dollars. 
to do this, you should be able to answer why you thought you had a bad game. You know, I know that some reporters are out of line and they say stupid crap. I get that, right? But yeah. when you have a really good question, you should be able to ask that question and the player should be able to answer that question. That they get heated, that's a whole other story because at the end of the day, we're humans, we're emotional pe- beings, right? Yes. But that's a whole different story. Hey, a couple of more quick saludos. Este, Pilot Ian, what's up to you, brother? Uh, Angel Sanchez with the X. And Pedro Alberto Gomez, saludos a toda esa banda. People are just like, you know, they're, they're liking this Instagram thing, huh? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, that's what's saying right now, Instagram. Yeah, yeah but um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, con tu cara en Instagram, you're yeah. like way up front, dude. That por eso. Up close and personal. Everybody wants to see yeah. la leyenda. <laughs> pues hoy, no, no, hoy se la pellizcaron porque no hay nada no. de leyenda. Ya, ya ahora que va yo a Jimmy Kimmel a, a trabajar con Guillermo, maybe. So, ¿Vas a ser el asistente de Guillermo? ¿Es eso que va a pasar? No, este güey va a ser the, mi asistente. El asistente de asistente. Anyway, yeah, so again, uh, I think with, uh, with MLS, uh, it, it would be great for the Galaxy to do some, some noise, but... Uh, it's going to be kind of tough, you know. I think Guillermo Barros Escaloto needs a couple of more pieces to his puzzle so he can make things flow. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I think uh, we're about to be wrapping up here. Uh, yeah. the, the people are demanding Super Mojado on camera. And you know what? I, I think that, uh, you know, we need to give him that. So we're going to have to. Let's work on that, yo. <laughs> uh, Edwin, final thoughts for you, brother. Oh, guys, just be careful with Pachuca because they're they're coming back up, man. Those, they had a great match against Santos, and they're now in Zona de Liguilla. So be careful because siempre we always come from behind and end up taking the whole cake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Oye, uh, really pero pon ahí el, el, el the joke, right? Ahí está, pues. Tú también tócalo si quieres. Mira, otra vez. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ahí está. ¿Qué dijo? Porque no sé. Porque... ¿Ya Oye. viste lo que causa, Edwin? Eh, ok, ok, ya, ya. Mexican on Instagram, really quick, is uh, asking: ¿Quién mete más goles en la MLS? ¿Vela y Chicharito o Pulido y Pizarro? Oh. I think. Uh... Uh, of course, Vela. No, but he's asking in combination, Vela y Chicharito or Pulido y Pizarro. Oh, I see. Uh, oh, man, that's a hard one. You know. I like, I like. Uh, oh, man. Man, that's tough. That's a tough one. That because... is a tough one. No, I like Pulido and Pizarro. Combined, Pulido and Pizarro. Pulido and Pizarro, yeah, that 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 yeah. could be. That yeah. could be because El Chicharito, I don't know if he's going to pull through. man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oye, otro saludito, este, uh, George Moran, JM917. I know he's disappointed that he doesn't get to see your beautiful face also on camera, too. Hey, hey thank uh, you. Thank you a los fans. Hey, hey, hey Jorge, este, make sure you tune in on uh, on Thursday uh, when we debut our brand new uh, studio. That's if our uh, our engineers and our carpenters and everybody. Ganas, los güeyes. <laughs> Todos los ya, chalanes. Ya págales, güey. No seas como Trump. Van a quedar... <laughs> Van a, querer una, van a querer una pinche carne asada después de... Ya, de wey, ya, ¿no? ya págales para que terminen, güey. Sale, pues. A ver, ok, súper. Págales con chelas. Ya, por lo menos. Aquí tengo la hielera, nada más que no hay chelas. Oh, shit, you see? <laughs> All right, super, go ahead, dude, wrap things up. What do you got? All right, dude? well, listen, uh, you know, las super chivas. 2.0. <laughs> 
Es once again. The return. The return of las chivalácticas. No, no, I think uh, it's going to be uh, really, really interesting. The tournament's becoming a... What place are Chivas in right now? They're in fifth place. Wow. En los cuatro grandes, el Cruz Azul número uno, América número tres, Pumas cuatro, Chivas quinto. Wow. Dude. That's unheard of. When, 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 we, when are you going to see that? When was the that? last time we seen that, dude? I know. It's, it's typically like Santos, León, yes, Monterrey. Yes. And and have you guys San Luis. heard all this stuff about los grandes Juarez, you know, naming themselves grandes. What 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 is what is what's the joke there? I I don't know. They've been know. promoting that and <laughs> No sé, ¿qué quieres que te diga? Oh, uh, hey, big man. shout out to uh, Mexican on Instagram. Hey, Mexican on Instagram, because you uh, were so in tune with the uh, with the show. Why don't you send us a message on our Instagram um, account? I'm, I'm assuming that you're following us on Instagram. But anyway, if not, follow us on Instagram. Send us a private message, and we're going to send you an ETO uh, t-shirt. There you go. You know, so. Lo que quería la banda. Deliver, man. Deliver. Para que vean que no somos gachos, no? So, All you got to do is send us a message. Yeah, just send us a message. Let us know. Hey, you guys uh, promised me a, a free shirt. Pero solamente para este canijo. Mexican on Instagram. I like that. All, right. All right. All right, super. Ya estuvo. All right, ya estuvo, güey. And let the people know that, you know, to encourage, encourage them to, to keep following us because you could just do this stuff randomly. Exactly. Just, That's how we roll, you know, dude. That's how we roll. Los Aunque sea chela, mándale a los demás. <laughs> I'll send them a $5 gift card so they can get a, a, a $5 pint of Buffalo Wild Wings. How about that? Oye, Edwin, sácalas, ¿no? Porque... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Edwin. We'll talk to you later, brother. Have a good one, all right? <laughs> all right, guys. You guys, thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. Okay, yeah. We had to get him on mute because... He's taking the water. I don't know what he's doing. Dude, uh, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, that's uh, that's how we roll, right? Like, I mean, anytime yes. randomly, I está un regalito. I mean, it's not it's nothing big, but hey, you know, para la fanaticada, no, claro, para toda la claro. banda. And uh, and not only that, but also I want to remind everybody that we have a really really big price coming up. So todos los canijos que tienen su equipo de fútbol, be hey. on the lookout because uh, we're gonna be doing a prize for uh, a team. <clears throat> A random team, and the price is going to be pretty badass, dude. Vamos a regalar uniformes para todo su equipo, y también we're going to actually uh, hook you up with some cash so you can pay for your league. There you, you know? go. So para todos los equipos amateurs, you know, anywhere in the U.S., that's what we're going to do for them. All right? So uh, the post is coming. We're working on the on the promotion. And uh, I know that our, uh, our marketing guru, Leo Hernandez, is working uh, very ferociously on that. So ya cuando lo tenga listo el canijo, we're going to post that and make sure that you share that with everybody because it's coming your way. And also uh, our, our our pals at Incha Clothing Brand are going to be uh, hooking it up with the uniformes. So. Eso es todo, eso es todo. Ahí está. Stay, stay tuned, guys. Stay Órale, tuned. Pues, so. Ahí está el team. Vámonos. All right. That does it for episode number 46 of the ETO podcast. Time flies when you have fun. And when you don't have to direct and produce and cut cameras. <laughs> On behalf of El Super Mojado, Edwin Cáceres, I am Joe Rodriguez. Thank you very much for tuning in. Also, I want to remind you that this upcoming Thursday, we're going to have a special guest from El Cafecito Podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing a series where we talk about the different uh, Latino podcasts in the U.S. Oh, nice. All right. Nice. So thank you very much for tuning in. 
Till next time, so long.